Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. get knocked down but we get up again ladies and gentlemen welcome to the football ramble uh, my name's marcus and i'm here with jim hello and luke all right but pete's still not here mm, back in kiev <laughs> um no he's in the isle of white still but he'll be back next week soon enough so don't you worry ladies and gentlemen we're still in a different studio in case you're wondering why the sound is slightly different um before we talk about lots of world cup things Chaps, let's start off with your highlight of the tournament so far. Jim? Uh, well, I'm going to go for a very, very specific thing, which was Joel Campbell's um, like pregnant with the ball celebration. Yeah. Purely because it's those little moments that you remember. Remember, that's the thing I'll see back in like five years and go, oh, yeah. Mm. And I remember exactly where I was and it, it will bring it all back and it will be amazing fun because this World Cup has been brilliant so far. Oh. Uh, so I think I'm going to remember it very fondly if it carries on like this. So, yeah, because it's all about those stupid little moments and players know that as well. Joel have... Campbell knows exactly what he's doing there. Does he He's getting himself on that highlight reel at the end. Does he have a significant other who's pregnant, maybe? Maybe. Possibly, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, mm. we've seen um, players like Totti do that, and, and obviously the famous... Uh, Roberto and Romario one. Yeah. yeah. So it could be, could be. Good start, Luke. I thought you were going to be harsh on Campbell then and say in five years' time when he's playing in like the Kazakh second <laughs> we'll go, oh yeah, Joel Campbell. And I was thinking, hang on, he's an Arsenal player. He's played quite well against Uruguay. He's incredible. Man um, of the match, undoubtedly. But I'm sure we'll come on to that. I've got two words for you. Yes. Gary Lewin. That's your <laughs> highlight. <laughs> That is amazing. It is amazing, but a man a man broke his ankle, oh, whatever it was. That. Yeah, no, he's, he's really badly hurt himself. I know that he got carried off on the stretcher and his face was really funny, and that's all I care about. Shut up. He's gone home. I didn't know that. I didn't know he'd broken his ankle. But it was, is that, have the you physio's been replaced. Yeah, have you ever heard of a physio getting injured in a tournament having to go home because he got involved in the goal celebration? No, it's quite something. And it's he amazing did. that there's a reserve physio. Well... I mean, has someone else been called up? All bases covered. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, I, yeah, apparently he trod on a bottle, or, or, or like a Lucas Aid bottle, and oh, during the so celebration, he went over on his ankle. So unlucky. That's I'm, gutting for him because he's done so much prep. Like you, you guys breaking your ankle on holidays, the sort of thing you can imagine happening to Kevin Keegan. Yeah. But someone else, it just doesn't sit right. So you guys aren't rejecting. You're rejecting my holiday. Yeah, absolutely. I didn't know. First, I, <laughs> I've got no beef with the Lewin family. I, I didn't know they've it was got beat for you now. They have now, yeah. I didn't know it was a, I didn't know it was a broken ankle. Should I read? Should I redo it? Yeah, go on then. Okay, um, just Netherlands. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we recorded the last show about ten minutes before the start <laughs> yeah. of the kick off the Netherlands show. <laughs> yeah, games. Yeah. And some of you were angry about Much that. Much to the dismay of a few listeners, yeah. Mm. Um, uh, I, I so, think... so we're not going to mention it at all. We're yeah, not going to cover it. it. Yeah, I on... <laughs> oh, just just covered it then. My highlight: Netherlands. Um, I have to say, Daniel Sturridge scoring, seeing the dance. It's yeah. such a flipping marvellous moment, getting the first mm. goal of the tournament. Mm. Um, uh, so, well, uh, that leads us neatly on to England, I suppose. It does. Um, it's an odd feeling 
um, because England lost. But actually, it was an enjoyable watch. Yeah, and it was encouraging as yeah. well. I mean, the main problem is in the last probably 20 minutes, shades of the old England came back. But basically, if Italy decide that they're going to sit on their lead, there's very little many teams can actually do about that. They could just mop up what we were doing all day. I think our, the corners um, were particularly like like ineffective and just needlessly deep they tried the same thing over and over again it didn't work we saw players trying to run into bundles of players just trying to do it all themselves Syria a bit caught a lot of the corners yeah exactly one um, of the Rooney corners was with the worst corner I've yeah ever it went into the crowd yeah. woeful absolutely just awful talk of the pitch being involved with that like he planted his foot and the pitch gave away a little bit which well you'd sort of think what because what yeah I mean, I mean whilst it's easy to sort of deride Rooney for that and go oh yeah 300 mm. grand a week and he does that I mean obviously something's happened there mm. yeah. because he doesn't strike a ball like that normally no and um, <clears throat> it reminded me of the Beckham penalty where the pitch gave way against Turkey, against Turkey. Yeah. Yeah. Blazer, when Alpay yeah. went up to him first yeah, yeah. that's it but I mean yeah okay England have lost we're still alive um, it was yeah, difficult conditions yes they were the same for, for both teams but still difficult conditions and actually I thought in a strange way I thought both managers got their tactics right um, obviously Prandelli they, they attacked down the left and got a bit of joy down there yeah. but I thought Hodgson the way he set England out he He's he's a pragmatist, you know. He's realistic as well. If people are saying, "Well, Italy had a lot of possession," England are not a possession side. No. They're not a possession side. They don't have many players, if any, that are possession based players. I mean, Wiltshire. It, it wasn't. It wasn't an outrageous discrepancy in the possession. No, anyway. there are a lot of ways to win a football match. Yeah. But if you want England to become a possession side, then you've got to change coaching at grassroots level. You've got to do yeah. all that kind of stuff. That can't happen overnight. Exactly. Yeah, that's not a manager and a personnel. That's, a, that's a, another generation. We we'll have to do that. Completely. We just can't do um, that. Phil McNulty on the BBC website mm-hmm. said that um, it was a defeat, but it was a defeat that felt different. Yes. And, yeah. Um, I, I, it reminds me of when in, when England got knocked out in 2010 to Germany. I remember citing what Michael Cox said about Germany. He said Germany didn't only beat England; they provided a template of what England must seek to become. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that it, for the first time last night, probably because it's been the first time they've played a really high-stakes game against a team that are good, um, where they would realistically expect to get something. England, and probably it, better than because them. the Euro 2012 build-up was so such such dis- disarray, and Hodgson couldn't really do anything then. England went actually went toe to toe with the team. Yeah. Mm. They didn't say, right, they're a good team. We're going to be really reactionary here. We're going to sit back. We're going to try and hit them on the break. <clears throat> Excuse me. And um, <clears throat> and uh, see what we can get out of the game. If we can nick it. They actually went for it. Yeah. And but actually, bar a couple of. Um, I mean, the second goal particularly was a bit disappointing. But bar that, I mean, England were okay. I thought they did yeah. well. And I thought Italy are a good team. I mean, they're not a spectacular team. I don't think Italy win, win the World Cup. But I think they're the best team in the group, though. Probably are. And oh, they got, are. They've probably got, along with, as I said in the last show, Croatia are pretty impressive in central midfield, but Italy in central midfield are brilliant. And mm. no one will want to play Italy. Mm. No, absolutely not. And it's it's really strange to just think that this was, you know, a much worse result than, than in Euro 2012, but a better performance. And it's it's, it's heartening. It's so, I don't think I've ever been heartened by an England defeat before. I mean, the main worry, again, is that those old problems creep back in. The second goal, no one even put a challenge in in the whole build-up to it, and it, it was really, really sloppy. So. It made me uh, yearn for Ashley Cole, basically. Yeah. And yeah I, know, I know hindsight's like a wonderful thing, but I don't think Baines had the best game. I, I could see Ashley Cole um, stopping that cross. Yeah. And, mm. and, and to be fair, I mean, he's probably tired... And um, it was towards the end of the game, and, and it's difficult. Well, no, it England did seem to flag a lot. No, but I'm, I'm, I'm just, just going to go on to say, not not Baines, because Baines was just, was just poor positioning. But um, 
Gary Cahill Balotelli pulled off the back of him and mm. he was getting a bit of a run around anyway it's only 50 minutes in mate but it's a difficult mm. situation in terms of the temperature and the humidity which you're not used to you're yeah. still going to be tired mm. and then when you're tired you're not necessarily physically tired because you, you are they're, they're obviously top athletes mm. but mentally it becomes difficult mm. and I think that he just let, let his concentration go for a little bit let Balotelli pull off, pull off the back of him and it was a bit easy for him but other than that I mean the only thing you would say that England could have done slightly differently was the second goal was probably a little bit sloppy and the composure in the final third wasn't particularly great. Yeah. But other than that, I mean, Rooney had a chance where he should have scored, um, where he, he sent the key, even sent the keeper the wrong way and tried to go near post and just pulled it wide. Mm. Um, two I all. didn't think that was the howler that people. No, it wasn't. No, he had a lot to do, even even when he'd made a very good position for himself. Yeah, yeah that w- it would have been. I mean, had that gone in, that would have been an, an amazing goal. Yeah. It's not like he's missed a tap in. Yeah, I think. Like, I think if you'd not seen the game and you'd read the reaction, you would think he'd like yes. missed an open goal or something. Yes, I think that. I think the trouble with. Ro- for that is Rooney did the hard work sent the keeper the wrong way got it past the defender and having done all that then the, the result is yeah, not going in you think oh what, what a shame that was it's, it was one of those funny games where legitimately you could argue that it was fair that it was 2-1 Italy you could argue that it was fair to be 2-all mm-hmm. and you could probably argue England could nick it I know I know, um, I know that Italy hit the I think they hit the post and the bar didn't they yeah, the Pirlo, the hit, Pirlo free kick, kick was free kick. unbelievable the heart wasn't really ball. tested that much no Okay, picked the ball out of the net twice. Fair enough. But Sirigu had a much busier evening. Now there were saves that you would expect, certainly a, a good keeper to make. But still, he's got to make those saves. Absolutely. Yeah, well, England had loads more chances, mm, and, and yeah. had loads more corners as well. I think they had nine corners to Italy's two. Well, in the second half, it's, uh, England pretty dominant. I mean, yeah. they, they, like I say, the, 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 the final third composure wasn't great. Yeah. Well, that's the problem, isn't it? The, the corners in particular were, were largely in effect. Well, completely ineffective. Yeah. You know, we really, really need to, to do better England. on them. We, <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. The, the, uh, the what Gary- we need is Gerrard and Lampard, and just play for play for set pieces. Yeah. You're you sticking know. by that. What, Blood you? and thunder. <laughs> I never said that. You said Gerrard and Lampard last time out. No, I said if there was a World Cup where they would probably be more suited, it would be this one, ironically, because of the way their games have changed they both play deeper now stop this no mm. no, I'm not saying it's a good idea I'm saying <laughs> yeah, I love it you've put words back in his mouth just yeah, to tell him to shut up <laughs> yeah, yeah. right if I may yeah. go on to the point I was about to say um, Gary Lineker tweeted a couple of interesting things um, earlier saying that England have had more shots on target than any other team in the tournament thus far yes the conversion rate is obviously yeah. um, quite low but that's encouraging and England only Italy have a slightly better pass um, accuracy rate that's amazing because that's been England's big problem yeah, for exactly. donkey's years well there was some silly sausages tweeted back well it doesn't matter how many shots on goal or passes you make it's goals that count Yeah, mm. just piss off and watch Soccer AM yeah. <laughs> like they're not even partly interrelated they're all, they're all completely related it's, that's a silly thing to say yeah, as we, we don't want not. passes we want goals yeah mm. um, I was going to say that now obviously the Uruguay game becomes really important and it essentially could be a winner I mean you would imagine it becomes a winner takes all game mm. Um, if Uruguay play as they did against Costa Rica, then England should beat them. Taken, England should win the next two games on, on the basis so. of what happened yeah. on Saturday. But I was going to say that um, even if England do go out, you, you've got to hope that the media, the FA and fans and everything just stick with Hodgson because it does yeah. genuinely feel like he's building something now. Yeah. Well, I'm so glad that the performance was good, obviously, as an Englishman. But, but you know, I've, I, I, we've said on the podcast before, Hodgson has dragged England away from the 4-4-2. He's tried to make them play. Um, and people go on about oh, he's boring and he just he just has two banks of four and this that and the other but he's My got to work with what he has but what a change like Prandelli said I was you know worried about the England attack Prandelli was really pleased as he should be he said I'm pleased I've got my tactics spot on he said England have got one of the best 
attacking forces in, in, in the tournament. Perhaps a bit generous. Well, it is a bit generous. Mm. Um, but he said this was a totally different team. And he was, um, you know, said some nice things about England. Now, again, you can, you can flip it all back round and say, oh... Well, same old. We've come up short mm. against uh, one of the... Uh, no, it did feel different, though. It did feel different. It, and there's some, been some silly... One or two... Only one or two, though, I would say, silly comments made. And you can go away thinking, oh, we, we've just not got there. But you're absolutely right. It's the first game. It, it, you know, we've got to, we're still alive. Yeah, it does feel like it's only going to take a little bit of tinkering to sort of unlock a free-scoring England. Uh, because they do, they really do have the firepower. Yeah. It's just it's it's not quite clicking together in the way we need and it e- to. Even yet. someone like Daniel Sturridge, who we now almost automatically think of as the first frontline striker for England, yeah. he's not that experienced. No, Absolutely, he's not played yeah. for that long. The other, the other so thing, that was Sterling's first start. Yeah, right. yeah. for England. <laughs> yeah, I mean that he was got, magnificent. That shot, the, didn't he? Didn't he start in the warm-up game? He got sent off in. No, he came on. Oh, no, okay, he was right. a sub, wasn't he? Okay, Can we right. talk about the goal that never was? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, I've never seen such a sort of close optical illusion. It was, it was just into me. It, it, it actually come out. Yeah, of it, but it looked like it had bounced down in the net. It was yeah. absolutely well, incredible. Well, the person uh, controlling the graphics for uh, was it on the BBC? Yeah, he came yeah. up goal. He didn't thought it? it was a goal. Yeah, or she thought it was a goal. I got to the. I got as far as the sharp intake of breath before going mental <laughs> with the celebration. Then I realised that it it hadn't been a goal. And yeah. I just felt really I, silly I was, breathing out. I was like with like four of my mates, and we celebrated. I would say. It doesn't sound like a long time, but if you think about it, it is a full minute. <laughs> a minute? Yeah. Because like jumping around. The game had gone back. Not looking at the TV, and at one point, because I was in my mate's flat in his front room, you can see out to the road outside, at one point, a couple of people came out of the house opposite, like, looked up at us confusedly. Yeah. And then at that point, I thought, something's not right here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's it. Well, it was Sterling's reaction as well, wasn't yeah. it? It's like, he didn't seem that bothered. No. Yeah. But the worst thing is, and it's a sad indictment of the way modern football is now, mm. is another guy who was there last night watching the football with me started to have a go at Sterling for not celebrating the oh goal. My <laughs> I can't believe he's doing it now. In a World Cup. <laughs> Did he used to play for Italy? Yeah, exactly. I, but I just wanted to go back to... We're the... driving that as much as anyone. Yeah, fair, exactly. So. I want to go back to what was just mentioned earlier before, before we move on because um, people are talking about two banks of four, Hodgson, this and that. Not only is that lazy, it's also untrue. Yeah. It's, it's not mm. actually what he does. No. He hasn't done that. He didn't do that at West Brom. I fell into the trouble thinking he was like that a few years ago. Um, he's not done that at all in England's qualifying right. games he's played 4-3-3 or 4-2-3-1 and another thing he doesn't get credit for another thing I was chatting to, to, to Michael Cox about um, earlier today was that like one thing's forgotten is that how early Hodgson has given some young players their oh, start yeah. Yeah. he gave Raheem Sterling his first England call up after he'd made two Premier League starts for Liverpool mm-hmm. and Lallana had only made three Premier League starts and look how far they've both come yeah. now yeah. I mean you could legitimately argue I mean Sterling obviously did start for England in a, in a major tournament and Lallana was unlucky not to be selected well, in the yeah. previous well, tournament also, as, as mentioned I mean, Oxley chamberlain stuff. yeah and yeah. also Ross Barkley as well, well. Yeah. Oxley chamberlain Sterling, Ross Barkley uh, all of these players they, f- they feel like they deserve to be there and they've earned their place they don't feel like a punt from the manager on an exciting young player he's bedded them in in, in the right way so that they, they have the respect they deserve they're also yeah. a bit protected from this oh we don't know what they're going to do hype around them and it's 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 a good recipe and I would have said I said to you before um, it would have been the easiest thing in the world for Hodgson not to call up any of those players yep. Yep. He could, like I say it's easy not to call up young players I know I make that point a lot but it is so true you see managers over and over again do that oh he's not ready yet it's easy to get away with that the media won't give you any stick for that mm. and so he's been brave with his selections and I think he deserves credit the big uh, talking point is Wayne Rooney of course mm. Um, I thought Wayne Rooney, I think Wayne Rooney did, Wayne Rooney did okay. Well, well he, he was, did okay. it was a brilliant ball for Fantastic Sturridge's goal. Assist. It gave Sturridge a tap in in yeah. an otherwise very difficult position. I'm not sure it's a tap. A tricky. Well, tap. no, obviously yeah. you know he had. It was it was a, he, he still cross. had a lot to do, but you know, 
the ball had done so much of the work for Sturridge. The ball couldn't have been better. Yeah, basically. exactly. Yeah. And, the, and the ball through from Sterling. I don't want to get all sort of little Englander about it now, but sometimes you see Pirlo, who is a good player, and no one has been more you know appreciative of him than, than we have, I mm. would say. I mean, he's a good player. Of course he Fantastic, is. Fantastic, yeah. Um, but sometimes he does stuff that he's just supposed to do as a midfielder anyway, and people yeah. lose yeah. their shit over it. Yeah, 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 I mean, but, for the people talk about him starting the move for yeah. the second well, goal. He passed it out wide. Yeah, good. People used to go mental when Gareth Barry did that. He's doing, yeah, <laughs> he's doing absolutely no more and no less than that goal than what expected of a yeah. midfield player. Yeah. But what I was going to say was, when Raheem Sterling made that ball through to Rooney for the goal, took out about three or four players in one pass. Mm, if yeah. Pillow had done that, everyone would have been like, Oh, he's done it again. It's there great, is. Great. He's a genius. Yeah. Yeah. What can you do against a genius? Mm, yeah. you know, and of course, Pirlo was brilliant for the first goal. He, he, he oh, sold, a lovely dummy. He sold Sturridge yeah. up the river. Yeah. Like, he completely bought but, that. But, I mean, to be honest with you, yeah, he absolutely did. But before the Italy's first goal, you're still asking Marquisio to shoot from, what, 25? Yeah, and get maybe through slightly a, longer. a forest of players' yeah, legs. I mean, it was a great, it was a great goal. goal. It was great unfortunate goal. of a heart. He saw it late, I think. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, it it was a very clever goal because the ball, the, you know, the shot was disguised by the defender but so what, well. But what was incredible was the way England hit them back straight away, and then when England went two one down, it would have to be Balotelli, of course, to score. Yeah. Um, and then needlessly giving some aggro afterwards. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, I, I'm all for that. By I the way. Yeah. I immediately just thought, well, we're back again, boys. Well, they've got. To, that's yeah. the thing. What's, that's what Italy did differently in their second goal than in their first. In mm. their first, they went a goal ahead. It's a bit earlier in the game. They probably didn't really feel like they had a proper foothold in them. I mean, they were playing well, and and it was, but it was quite an even game. Yeah, I mean, Italy and, kept and possession well, but they didn't. But the one thing they didn't do, which I thought Pirlo and uh, Marquisio uh, deliberately did after the second goal, they just showed no ambition. Yeah, that five minutes after that, rightly so. Italy yeah. is closed now. Yeah, yeah. Take, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. Take the sting right out of it, and just let not let England get bounced back because obviously mm. you are vulnerable when you score. Well, so, what Italy yeah. did well is in the fullbacks, Chiellini and. Uh, Oh, I forget who was on the right. Um, Candreva had a really good game. Yeah, uh, well, he wasn't right back, but yeah, they, they they just dropped deep, and then Sterling couldn't get in behind. Yeah, mm. and they did that very well, and they and they and they did sit much deeper. Oh, was and it was it, uh, the, the young fellow who played right back, wasn't yeah. it? Because he he bombed on for, and he was out of position yeah. when Rooney could cross that ball in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Damian, his so, name is. I think. Yeah, yeah, so, he had a really good game. So they, other they, than that, Italy did really well when they when they when they got the lead, and they thought, right, let's just let's you know very tough conditions, as you say, and, and they did very well to do that. And England, you know, made a few substitutions, had a couple of efforts, but didn't, as you said, Jim, in the last 20 minutes, they didn't look too likely to break through. I think they were more affected by the heat than Italy were as well. They, I mean, there were four or five players cramping up, mm. which is yeah. it's crazy. I mean, obviously that's the conditions because well, pr- you would never see that otherwise. Because there were no water breaks, mm. because apparently it's got to hit a certain temperature right, yeah. for water breaks. And Prandelli was furious about it. should that. just be added, I mean, look, as, long as, as long as both captains agree to it, because of course it can be used for gamesmanship purposes, yeah. um, as long as both captains agree to it, it should be stop for a walk break whenever they want the referee should have the power to do that because the safety of the players is important but at one point which is quite a nice moment it's a high tension um, you know winner takes all essentially well not winner takes all but a very important game when Sterling cramped up um, two Italian players were helping him yeah, out they, yeah. Yeah, and they were the closest people I to thought, him so. I mean there was only one booking which was Sterling Towards the end, you know, I yeah. thought the game was played really good manner. Oh, it was nice. You didn't have to, I didn't even really notice the referee. Yeah, no, it was. Uh, he, it was great. Actually, actually we said in the first podcast. I hope that we're not talking about referees throughout the tournament. And already, that that's a mm. thing of the past. It's it's been very well, well could officiated. England, could England have had a, a penalty or two? I mean, Welbeck's. I, didn't I think so, Welbeck's no. ran into the Italian players as much as they ran into was him. Gerard was more of a shout, but again, I mean, you, you certainly see it given, but I don't. I don't. Normally, without that Fred penalty, we'd have only missed it anyway. <laughs> Normally, um, I would say you're never going to get a penalty for that. But then, Fred, unless you're the host nation, 
and you will yeah because Fred got one but that's not those, those two shouts weren't even really penalties no. I don't think uh, to be honest if England were 2-0 up at that point they probably wouldn't have appealed for those penalties. well Gerard didn't appeal for his right, which go. says everything yeah. um, I was going to go on before I forget on. because um, um, we might move on a friend of mine told me quite a funny story about it. he was in a pub um, for the England game mm. and um, there's this guy there uh, at the bar and these three absolute dickheads came in mm-hmm. big England fans but dickheads uh, and saw this guy and I think they sort of half knew him or something but I'll get, this is second, second hand information so I'm a bit sketchy on the details but basically they saw him and they started wedging him at, oh in the pub at the goodness. bar right but get, it gets better than this yeah started wedging him at, at the bar then one of them saw that he was wearing St George flag underpants and went no it's out of order stop it's out of order <laughs> Oh leave my it, leave god! It, leave it! Oh no, not today! Not tonight! And like, let, 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 let him off! What a good lad that one is! Oh my god! If anything what sums a up set of felons. Yeah. Um, yeah. Before we move on, should he have taken off Welbeck? Should he have taken off Rooney? Or should he have taken somebody? Else? I think it was much of a muchness in that situation. Really, I don't think. Um, I suppose if you're going to ask somebody to provide a moment of magic Rooney is more likely than yeah. Welbeck I mean do you, do you think we're going to see the same uh, lineup against Uruguay I well, think I, he might stick with the exact same team he might personally. well do well, I was going to ask you Luke actually and it was what you said last time when we were on the podcast that you said he'll play Rooney but he's been preparing the ground as you as you said word for word um, to drop Rooney if necessary I just think he wants to make correct an environment where he's able to do that yes, yeah which is absolutely spot on Rooney has been getting a lot of stick, perhaps slightly unfairly. I would, I would possibly argue, but there's maybe a few little criticisms in there. Valid though. Yeah. Well, does it, so? Does he then? Do you think he should then drop Rooney and say, "Look, you're getting a bit of a tough time here. I'm going to take." Well, you it's, it's so funny because if, if, if Hodgson is not careful, this whole Rooney saga will. I mean, say for example, if the FA lose their call, if England go out in the group stage and fire Hodgson, you could look back at it and say, "Well, Rooney was the biggest conundrum of his tenure because yeah. he's, he's not really had." He's not been able to drop him, but he's mm. not really performed. And in many ways, the performance from Rooney last night was a typical, like, difficult performance. As in, like, he showed glimpses. Mm. He yeah. put on the goal. He did well in patches, but he wasn't really overly convincing for the whole game. But at the same time, he didn't have a stinker. So yeah. it's, again, it's not an easy decision for Hodgson mm. now because but, I mean, he can say, I've seen a little bit of him, so maybe I can start him again in Uruguay. So it's very difficult. He is out of position, though. Is there an argument to move Rooney um, in behind Sturridge than they have Sterling? or Lalana or Oxlade-Chamberlain either side because that gives you a hell of a lot of pace and that puts Rooney in his favoured position we've seen how well Sterling can play and I think he could play in a different position he was yeah but there's nothing to say wouldn't be so good out wide I I, I take your point but I just wonder to put it back in your court I wonder at what point do we stop entertaining the idea of moving other players around to accommodate him well yeah I, I think Sterling has played you know, on the flanks of Liverpool, though, so I don't, I don't know if it's as, as straightforward it's, uh, as yeah, that. No, I, think, not, I think he'd be more comfortable wide than Rooney would. It's, it's another little um, angle to it as well. Sterling, obviously, um, sorry, Sturridge went off with a little injury, didn't he? Mm. Mm-hmm. And so, if he's out for the Uruguay game, um, why not play Rooney right up top? Yeah, well, he's I, good as a number nine. Well, the only thing I was going to say is that when when it, it got to the point where England clearly were, were trying hard to break Italy down, and they were only getting the positions. The, the ball in positions out wide. He then brought on Lalana, probably to try and craft the way in a bit. Could he have done worse than bringing on Lambert? Now I know Lambert's yeah. not. We don't want to sort of play Big Man up top or anything. No, I'd have brought but, in Lambert, but Lambert's not really like that. But if you, but if you are going to, if you are only really reduced to playing the ball out wide, which is of course a classic thing teams do, you'd be compact, push them out yeah. wide. There was actually some good crossing opportunities, and you could have done. I'd, worse. I'd have brought uh, Lambert on 
Mm. I would have. I wouldn't have brought the liner on. I, I think he's a good player, and I think he can do things. But it's difficult. Ask it was. A, it was a big ask for the liner. Yeah, it was. Yeah. You know, it's such a tough game. Yeah. Hard enough when you almost like a defensive attack training ground exercise yeah, where yeah. everyone's knackered because they've got everything they want out of the game. Italy yeah. really, and they're just desperate to keep hold of it. That's why the longer it went. England um, not scoring after Italy went two and up. Yeah, the harder it was going to get. But the um, the point is, if you're a player coming off the bench in any game, um, at whatever level, it's very hard sometimes to pick up the pace of the game. It takes you a while, and you bring on the line. I can't remember how long it was when Lallana was brought on. Twenty minutes. Yeah, it wasn't an awful lot of time for him. No, and it, it, given that it's really unless he has a really special, um, you know, Rigo Saki esque introduction where like. It, everything Saka used to do substitution wise was amazing <laughs> like generally they take a few minutes at least to get into the game of course and then, yeah. and then, and then you're expecting big things from a really inexperienced international player against a really good team whereas Lambert in the position he plays and the way he plays you probably think that that's the best way of going about it I thought because as you've said they're moving the ball out wide anyway a lot of Italy's play comes through the middle so they're moving the ball out wide anyway and, that, and, and, and the flanks are where players get the most um, tired probably Um so yeah, get 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 the ball out wide, pop it into to Lambert. Lambert's probably and it's not it's not a, it's not a completely like anti football thing. No, no, yeah, no, it's a perfectly legitimate tactic for the last fifteen minutes. If you need a point or you need a goal, um, get it into Lambert. He's big and strong. He could he could probably do some damage. Yeah, but putting a cross into the box and someone getting on the end of it is a very good way of playing the game. Yeah. It's an English goal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but I, I do after. think our crossing was poor though. The, the crosses were too high and deep and just the, At these times, strange but, looping but, corners but that were just were. too easy for the Italians well, to the, pick yeah, off. The corner, yeah, so you wipe away the corners now. But uh, some of the crosses into the box, you know, were, were low, were driven, they caused problems. And there was that one where it just went over too high when, um, uh, I forget who was it, Barzagli or one of the defenders just uh, touched it over mm, him. Yeah. So, um, I, I, no, I, th- I think England can be can be well pleased with that. The only um, thing I would say is that uh, for the Uruguay game, it, it will be interesting to see what he does in front of Baines because people say Baines was a little bit exposed. Interestingly enough, it was Welbeck who was playing on the left when yeah. Italy scored. People were very critical of Rooney saying he didn't give him enough cover. Well, it was Welbeck who mm. was, was in front of him there. But um, to try and... I mean, if I'm going to be very, very naughty, ladies and gentlemen, and look at further down the line, I think England will win the next two games. Um, if England finish second in the group, which, you know, you would have thought Italy would now go on to win the group. Yeah. Um, their second round... The second round match, which England will be trying to get into, will be in Rio. England are based in Rio, right? Rather than Recife, which is quite a while away, yeah, and it's up and north. also has the shark attacks. So it has the shark attacks. <laughs> we don't want that. So shark attacks much further away, and I think will be hotter. Shark attacks are not conducive to success in any sports field. field. No, in any well, in any field, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Unless you're filming Unless Jaws shark, six or whatever. Well, it specifically, be. shark attack research. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that but even then, happy. if you're a victim of a shark attack, you, your research becomes you irrelevant. You just know exactly. It depends yeah. how the shark attack is. You could research yourself. So actually, you don't have if to you go out and do it. It. work from home. Yeah, you'd probably rather it not happen though. Yeah, yeah. even so in that, that one. What instance. I'm saying is, it's best. I think we will leave Recife alone. Yeah, just mm. if for the sharks alone. But uh, but anyway, so yeah. But as I say, forgive me for being a little bit naughty there and looking further ahead in the tournament. But I'm trying to be a bit positive. But, but uh, yeah, go on. Sorry. Well, I was just going to say with England, you can say Italy are going to win the group now, but. It's not definite. That's not a definite. Yeah, so I'm almost. Classes. I'm almost. Um, well, yeah, they did not Uruguay. buying Uruguay being that bad again. That's it, the problem. See, so the point with the Uruguay game next is that um, you've got Suarez will probably play. Yeah. Suarez will be really, really keen. And they England, they have England. got so much riding on it now. They've got to get a result against. As England. do England. Well, yeah. I, but I think Suarez will score, which means England need to score two goals probably. I mean, a draw fine. And you, essentially, if England draw with Uruguay, assuming Italy beat Costa Rica. 
and it comes a straight shootout between England bettering Uruguay's result. Mm. But, it, but Costa Rica, Italy. But, but, but what I was going to say was, England will need to score two because Suarez will probably score. Mm. Yeah. And so then the whole point of what we made earlier about the composure in the final third is much more important. Yeah. England needs, you know, four points may well do it. Um, depending on how that go- if England beat Uruguay then drew with Costa Rica it could be Costa Rica that go through yeah because I mean they're going to cause us trouble if they play as they did against course, Uruguay yeah. I mean, England need to win the next two games really yeah. and England should win the next two games and if England cannot get at least four points out of the next two games then they don't deserve to yeah, go through of course so so we're, we know what we need to do and England are better going for, going attacking we saw that at the end of the qualifiers when we needed to win the two home games we saw you know against Italy we looked going forward actually I thought it was really good that Costa Rica beat Uruguay not the fact that it's a great spectacle and the tournament has been brilliant I mean it's mm, yeah. defecated all over the last one already yeah. um, we've had over three goals a game on average already oh yeah. it's absolutely mm. marvellous and stuff. isn't that uh, alongside the stat that the first round of games is normally significantly Cages. lower s- scoring yeah. I think there's normally about half a goal per game on average less in the first group games in the second two everyone's just ignoring that this time I love it it is like the, the opposite of the way people were set up in the last World Cup maybe mm-hmm. it's a very deliberate thing well we were okay. saying how nobody in the Premier League can defend yeah. the, the last season which made it a good season and and, and, and in other leagues perhaps there's, there's not great defences so of course that does translate to yeah, well, absolutely. it's the same player can I just say also in, in the um, in the betting uh, England are still favourites to go through ahead of Uruguay Mm. I mean, it's Italy and England are favourites to qualify. Well, again, going on Saturday's um, results, England have lost to the best team in, in the group, yeah. and only narrowly. Uruguay have been given a bit of a, well, not a pasting, but they've been... It's a comprehensive defeat. Yeah, yeah, beaten fairly well by the team who everyone thought were going to be the whipping boys. Mm. So you look at it like that. I mean, uh, Uruguay, and also, you know, they had Pereira sent off. Who's Which is great for us. Yeah. Is that, is that Pereira or is it Pitbull? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They might be the same guy. Some, yeah. Sometimes I see Roy Keane wherever I go, and that was such a Roy Keane thing to do, wasn't it? Oh, f- yeah. fuck this. Yeah. If it's I'm having a bath. If it's going to be like this, I'm going. <laughs> Isn't it? Well, it's like, yeah. I'm, I'm getting the bath. Run me a bath. That's what he said over. He went, he went over beforehand, and people thought he was getting tactical instructions, but he was just saying, look, run us a bath. Yeah. yeah. I'll be he's, he's just going around Brazil and thought, oh, everyone's having a jolly up. This is. I'm getting involved. Mm. I am getting right in there. Such a stupid red card. Yeah. More Football World Cup chat after this message. Listeners to the Football Ramble are eligible for a fantastic offer with Squarespace, the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and simple to build your own professional website and online shop. The easy-to-use drag-and-drop tools, responsive designs and 24-7 customer support teams based in New York and Dublin mean you can create a beautifully designed website for as little as £5 a month. This includes a free domain name when you sign up for a year. Seamless e-commerce solutions mean that your business can be taking money in minutes. So when you sign up for Squarespace, make sure to use the offer code RAMBLE to get 10% off and show your support for the Football Ramble. No credit card required. Start building your website today. A better web starts with your website. Well, let's talk more about uh, Uruguay versus Costa Rica. Uh, Uruguay went 1-0 up. Cavani um, scored the penalty. And you just thought, yeah, business as usual, they'll probably yeah. go on to win two or three. Because it was looking like that might be the first kind of duff game of the World Cup. Yeah. And then, no. Because <laughs> <laughs> well, when England equalised against Italy, I was thinking, this is a World Cup of comebacks. So we're going to win this now. Yeah. Because obviously Spain and Netherlands, which we'll come mm-hmm. on to. And then um, Costa Rica went behind and obviously won. Yeah. And uh, Ivory Coast went behind on one, and so it's, it's happening all the time. Apart from an England game, which is a little bit annoying. I think there is already the same amount of comebacks 
in this World Cup than there was in the whole of the previous last World wow. Cup. So I, I, am, think, I am teetering on the brink of losing my shit but, <laughs> about how good this World Cup is, basically constantly. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. There was a crucial moment in the first half of the Uruguay Costa Rica match where Diego Forlan hit a deflected shot. Oh, that save was brilliant. That mm. save from Navas was yeah. superb. Mm. And he would not be knowingly accidentally lobbed. Yes. But but in the second half, Costa Rica came out and Joel Campbell, who he was magnificent all game. He still yeah. does look a bit raw, a little bit individualistic. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I'm I'm obviously hoping that Wenger will will bring him back. He has a he has a European work permit now, so he should be well, able he's been to. Playing uh, in Greece. Yeah, exactly. So um, he, what about Duarte's header to make it two one? Oh God, yeah, that was so like a perfectly you precise curled header. <laughs> How often do you see that? Yeah. What an absolute yeah. hero! And then obviously the the third goal. From the third goal. Great ball from Possibly Campbell as well, but the favourite finish. goal of the tournament. Yeah, great finish. It was, uh, what would you describe it as, Marcus? Well, I'd put it out there and thought it was a slip and a brush. But yeah, then I'd, I'd have that. People were saying, is it a slip and a slip or a slip and a slot? I didn't think it was a slot. No, it's a brush. For you me. were having yeah. a brush. Yeah. It's, near, it's nearest to the, the nearest thing it is, is a brush. Yeah. I think. It's one of those funny Slip ones. and a slot sounds satisfying, though. Yeah. Hopefully, we'll see slot. one of those. It wasn't me, a slot. For me, a slot is, is in the corner. hard. It's, it's, yeah. It, with the inside Precise. of the foot, yes. foot, but it's hard and it's in the corner. Correct. You slot it away. Yeah. Yeah, get rid of that. Yeah. That's how you do it. Is it? Brush is much more of a caress, and I thought yeah. it was more of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we've had the first slip and a brush. Yeah, yeah already. Lovely old yeah. job. We've had more slips and brushes this tournament. <laughs> <laughs> we we, we've not had a one. screamer yet, have we? We've not had a long range screamer. Sterling, did you not see it? <laughs> <laughs> it's beauty, mate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we haven't. That yet. was the best. That was like the His best imaginary one. kids must have yeah. been losing it over that. Well, we. Do you know those little we'll talk about Japan. Mate. Those little moments you have in life, those little emotional moments where that aren't actually real, like when you think. I don't know you you've won the lottery or something. Yeah, like, and and for, it's only, it may only be for like five or ten seconds, but you are the most happy you've yeah. ever yeah. been. That's what it was like with the Sterling team. I know. Yeah, yeah. And I got brought down to earth. So I, I, when I sat down on the sofa afterwards, sorry to go back to this, but I sat on the sofa afterwards. Uh, everyone was quiet. There's about five or six people in the room, and the tell you, I could just I could hear my heart. But the thing with that goal though is it it almost felt like we'd had a legitimate goal disallowed, and you got a G yourself. G yourself up again like right come on England yeah. you've been denied this time Go and, you've done it once you can do it again yeah. you haven't, haven't done, done it once, it once. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's it yeah oh my goodness but it, it's great though that England have lost I know we've moved up but England yeah. have lost but we're, 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 we're happy spirits yeah. I did not see this coming yeah. no. maybe I'm we're turning right. into Ireland yeah. you know, just happened to be there kind of thing sorry that's no disrespect to Ireland but I'm going on the last Euros yeah. and I think that's probably a fair thing to say um, Group B Spain won, Netherlands won. We watched wow. this game together, didn't we? It was a real Out- treat. Mm. Outrageous scenes from Salvador. Um, mm. Spain went 1-0 up. Again... The looks on their faces. So basically, I mean, a couple of people have said to me I didn't think it was a penalty, but I thought it was a pen. Mm. Um, Costa was fair. I could see it going up yeah. either way, but fair enough. I, I, I wouldn't complain too much about that. But when they scored it, it was a nice penalty. He struck it nicely. And then uh, Casillas got... Um, sorry, not Casillas. Um, the the uh, Dutch keeper got to it, but he couldn't stop it. Yeah. And then the look on all the Spanish players' players' faces. I know this is with hindsight, but I remember thinking at the time that's a bit weird. They just look really self-satisfied. Mm. They yeah. thought, well, here we are again. Yep. Mm. This is the hardest game in the group. <laughs> it's only the Dutch. This. We always yeah. beat them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and then they got absolutely oh hammered. Yeah. I've never seen anything like it. But it was, How it was, much it was... did the Dutch enjoy it? Oh, but they earned it. Van Persie's goal. I mean, you're going to have to go some to get a better goal than that in the whole tournament. That could be the goal of the tournament Brilliant. on the second day. Yeah. If, if he if he is, and obviously he's a great player, so you imagine he has done this. If he's taken a quick look as the ball's come over at where Casillas is, who was poor, by the way, 
um, and and guide that header over him. Oh, that's what he's done. Oh yeah, right. No. You don't think he's like right? I need to get something. Oh no no no, 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 it's no, no. so calculated. It's the only way he can score with the you know position that his body's in, and he's worked Brilliant it out goal. perfectly. Like you see the slow goal. motion mm. of of it, there was a camera on Van Persie the whole time. The look on his face as he can't believe it's gone in is is priceless. Mm. How and bad I, and I wish after? I could still enjoy it. Yeah, right. It was funny. The the, the, the signs were there when when Wesley Snyder was put through. And he mm. tamely shot at Casillas. And again... He had quite a quiet game. He though, did. Yeah. yeah, he did. Compared yeah. to a lot of that Which seems odd. But, I yeah. mean, it was basically Robin Van Persie running the show. Like, I mean, they're undoubtedly two of the best players in the world. There's so much and space. anyone's going to struggle with them. Yeah, yeah. it's weird. It's so, so, so strange how the these trends come up through, like, through good, games. Yeah. What I'll is tell you who's really good. Daley Blind was good. He yeah. was. Do you think is it fair? Aspilicueta is a good. I know Aspilicueta has been playing on the left mm. quite a lot with Chelsea. He's a good player. Yeah, well, yeah. he's right back of Spain. Mm. He's a good player, mm. and um, Blind just waltzed all over him. Yeah, it's nice to see Blind having a good tournament. He's not even. An, I don't even think he's a natural left back because he's played like holding midfield for Ajax before. Yeah. So he, he, I think I think it's either he was a left back and he's deputising midfield or the other way around. But he doesn't consistently play left back. And uh, he's been so good. He was really good. I mean, because a lot of people are saying that Holland's def- Netherlands defence is their weak point. Mm. But they, I mean, they're have, everyone's saying that about every team. Like, yeah, right. Yeah, you know. But um, uh, it, David Silva missed a one-on-one in the first half. Again, after they were, was that? I think that was at one-nil, wasn't it? Yeah, it was one at half time, wasn't it? Van yeah. scored the first. I'm pretty half sure that well. was at one-nil. Again, it was just all quite casual, as you say. Mm. It was. I'll go for a little dink. Now we love a dink. Don't get me wrong, but mm. I, I thought that one did look particularly casual. Mm. Spain d- didn't look good with a man playing up top. Obviously, it was Diego no. Costa, and also they. It's like they've forgotten how to lose. Like they're so used to just winning that they they've forgotten how to dig in and fight the way their way back into a yeah. game. And they just they almost almost seem to give up at three one. Didn't they concede three goals in the whole like, tournament in two thousand ten? I think so. I think yeah, because you have five goals in total in the last two tournaments. Yeah, and they've conceded five. Yeah, that sounds about right. So they conceded five in one game. Yeah, I mean, put it in perspective. Spain were poor. I thought. For the first time I can remember, Xavi looked off the pace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, obviously, he's getting on a bit now, so maybe that's understandable. I'm not going to write him off on the basis of the one game because they lost their first game in 2002. Yeah, we have to remember that this is just the first game. Yeah, it's all, say, but it's the manner of it, yeah, though, but, isn't it? But the thing is, I was going to say that. That's what people are saying. Yeah. And it may well be the case, but it may not be as well because Casillas gave them three goals. Yeah. He essentially gave them three goals. So the, the touch, the horrendous touch, oh that, was, that was bad. The decision to come out for the fifth, was it, when mm-hmm. Robin went round him? Yeah. That was mad as well. But he's just trying to claw back some well, some and, pride there, isn't and, it? And, the and so making bad decisions. Of course, yeah, but I mean, he's, 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 he's done that thing what keepers do a lot and obviously it stands out a lot more when you're a goalkeeper he's made a mistake and he's gone, right, I, he's got into the mindset of I now need to atone for this mistake rather than just put it out of your mind yeah. Yeah. carry on making the decisions we'd normally make. He starts making other decisions that he wouldn't normally make to try and make up for what he's yeah. already done which he can't change mm. and and if you're a footballer or a sportsman at that level I just don't think you should ever do that mm. like Tiger Woods um, I read something really interesting about Tiger Woods he says like when he when he addresses the golf ball he draws an imaginary red circle around him and the ball was that with vanishing spray <laughs> no, yeah there's no, no spray okay, right. or as Phil Neville would call it imaginary spray <laughs> <laughs> um, and, he, 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 and apparently he strikes the golf ball and whether it's the best shot of his career or he just tops it into the rough he, as soon as he steps out of that imaginary circle, he never thinks about that shot again. Right. So he plays the game in a series of just individual shots. Like yeah. And psychologically, apparently, that's part of the reason why... I don't know if he's a great golfer and stuff, but that's part of the reason why it works. And, and really, you think... Just bring that back to Casillas. He shouldn't be making decisions that he wouldn't normally mm. make because of a mistake. Mm. It's a stupid thing to Spot do. And, and so 
And then, and then the other guy I was going to talk about was the foot race between Robin and Ramos. Right? Yeah. Mm. Where apparently uh, I read today that Robin, um, that was the fastest sprint ever recorded by a player at a World Cup, apparently. I don't know that's true. That's what I read. But anyway, my point was, if that game was still one all then, Ramos brings him down. Oh, yeah. yeah. And takes it and takes Definitely. the hit. And they, and they probably won't lose the game. But because it was already 4-1 mm-hmm. or 3-1, whatever it was, um, he thinks, well, I'm not going to get suspended. Mm. I'm not going to, there's no point. What I, found, what I found amazing about the way the Dutch played was there was a real glee in sticking the knife into Spain. Oh, they, yeah. it, was, it was Which is the way revenge. it should be. Yeah, it was revenge for the final like, at the last World Cup. And it, it was beautiful to, to watch. Yeah, it, it, was, it really was a delight, obviously, if you're not a Spaniard. I know this sounds crazy, but personally, genuinely, at this point, I wouldn't be writing Spain off. No, no. I wouldn't be writing them off as a, no, Of course not. There's every chance I could lose. Um, yeah, but... The, people are saying, this is hackers dead and oh, all but this stuff. is oh, This is Spain. <laughs> there's, there is no way they're going to like now get like annihilated by Chile and Australia. Could you imagine... That, the Chile and Australia have got much harder games than they would have had they had Spain won, yeah. actually. It, it's funny, isn't it, when, when people say, well, that's the end of Tiki Taka. No, it isn't. Because, the because the telly were ridiculous. Because they, passing the ball and carving teams open by yeah. passing the ball is good yeah. and will always be a good tactic yeah. if you yeah. can do it. Yeah. Spain don't suddenly go, oh, sorry, Xavi, just hit diagonals if yeah. you yeah. can, mate, and all that kind of stuff now. The, the BBC, I think it was the BBC. Go back to futsal, Xavi. Yeah. It's <laughs> just not going to happen, is it? I, don't, I think it was the BBC. There was, beforehand, they just wouldn't shut up about tiki-taka, and that's what they kept saying. Mm. And after the game, they wouldn't shut up about total football. It's like, it's, uh, no, it's the really. same thing. Yeah, right. That's really annoying. It is a bit. In annoying. and around is getting ridiculous now. Yeah. Oh, it's, getting to, it's getting to penalty levels of yeah. like ludicrousness. <laughs> Townsend says it like every five minutes. It yeah. seems <laughs> he started to say in and amongst it as well, Does he? Now, which sounds more sensual. Yeah. <laughs> well, at least that <laughs> makes some sort of sense. Um, I, I just thought that like I, w- I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't sort of implying that total football and tiki taka are, are the same or anything. All, all I was trying to say was that like it's so reactionary to just go, oh, well, total football's back now. Yeah, the Dutch are back. Yeah. They've, got, they've, got, they've, got, they've got it back now. Absolutely. They've got the start But they, but they weren't all, playing total football. It's just, it's just a stupid thing But you say. see teams playing sort of pockets of total football here and there, but the original idea is... is but just because they've got Dutch shirts on people and they've yeah, won, yeah. people think it's total football. Yeah, exactly. Total exactly. football isn't being Dutch and winning a game. I'd like to no. talk about the third Dutch goal from, uh, was it De Vries, mm. who, who bundled it in. It yeah. was like a header, but then it just sort of gently came off his foot. and it, it, That was the moment, wasn't it, when Casillas came out lo- lobbed over him and you just thought... This is, it was, it was, he was being blocked off it was by like one of the that, Dutch players. He was quite unlucky there. That one's a bit, a bit well, harsh Casillas. to criticise Casillas on compared to the other no, two. I don't, no, I'm not, I'm not just got to be dominant. Though. I'm not singling him out for criticism. I'm just saying I'd that. I'd criticise him for that goal. Okay. Um, Personally. But th- I'm saying that situation that unfolded there with the goal going in, that was the moment where you thought, right, they can, they can knock up a big old score here. Yeah. Don't be 3-1 and just see it out. You know, the, embarrass yeah, but, them. Yeah, exactly, but they really, wanted really it. wanted to, didn't they? Uh, they and did. maybe they've, maybe they're just going to do that brilliant Dutch thing of everyone who sort of casually watches football, going, "Oh, they're going to win it now. They're amazing. Yeah. Look how good they are." And then they'll just burn out later on. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it's not. It's not I mean, they've never won it before. So you know, you, you, I said to my mate who's half Dutch, actually, um, I was watching the England game with him yesterday, and uh, he was really obviously chuffed with the, mm. with the Netherlands game. And I said that like, part of it is a joke, just to sort of bring him down mm-hmm. to earth. The thing about Netherlands, Tommy, is that they'll always let you down, mate. Mm-hmm. And he and he went, oh yeah, fuck off! But I could see in his eyes. He was like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I know. They but will. let me enjoy the moment. They've yeah. got a very interesting World Cup history. The Dutch. They didn't qualify for a World Cup between 1938 and 1974. Yeah, and then they came, then they went right up there straight uh, away yeah. into the final in 74. Yeah, yeah. and obviously 78 as well. There've been the three World Cup finals in in, in quite mm. a short. It would be. Time, I'd love them to prove us all wrong. Yeah, they yeah, deserve so, it yeah, so yeah. much. Oh, it'd be great to see another new winner. Yeah, definitely. Um, well, unless England, of course. Yeah, 
then I'd, I'd take a previous winner. <laughs> <laughs> apparently, apparently we won it. Yeah. yeah, I'll tell you about it after the show. Yeah, um, uh, Chile yeah. are underway, and Chile they beat Australia three-one. Um, little little uh, team in uh, Edinburgh called the Magnificent Gorgon. We've always got a couple of mentions in that game. What in what context? Uh, a couple of former players were on the show. Oh, okay, right. Um, uh, yeah, so they beat Australia three-one, mm. um, and they started superbly. Yeah, they're like a. Like I love a, Valdivia. Good uh, sort of South American based playmaker. Not yeah, really played mm. much did in you Europe. you make the point that it, he's the type of player which is um, used to be the, the kind of one of the great things about the World Cup players that you don't know about. Yeah. yeah. Whereas th- nowadays you tend to know because of obviously mass media and, and yeah. televised but games I've, around I've, the world. I was looking up Valdivia. I thought pretty sure I'd heard of him before. Um, and I think it was probably when he must have played against England in, at Wembley, maybe. But anyway, I'd possibly. And I, I thought, oh, I wonder what Kirby's playing for now. And he's still playing in, in South America. And I think he's only had one little stint in, in Europe, and that was at Servette in Switzerland, I think. Well, right. Um, okay. So he's not he's not really a very well-known European player, but he's great to watch. He, he took his goal superbly. Yeah, he mm. did. Yeah, placed it nicely. I, I thought it was a really interesting. Um, Chile and Australia reminded me of Mexico-Cameroon. Mm. And, of course, Chile won the game. The 3-1 score was a bit harsh in Australia because yeah. Chile scored very late on, and Australia were pretty good value at 2-1. Yeah. Um, but it was a great um, contrast because Mexico played Cameroon and showed um, everyone how to beat uh, a, bigger a really team. physical team was I thought that Chile actually really struggled against Australia's physicality yeah, it did, they did. Uh, yeah. and Australia when they scored were right back in it Cahill had them really flying worried. around wasn't what he Tim Cahill yeah it was a brilliant that header first one. But a he's only 5'10 been... K- yeah he's shorter than that I think is he? I think he's like 5'8 or something right. it's got yeah. spring heels though a lot has been made of Chile being the shortest team at the tournament and they do look like a little team of Staffordshire Bull Terriers but it was <laughs> it was really noticeable against Australia like how that once Australia worked out how to use their physicality against them it was so so effective because it really did look like they, they'd get steamrolled at one point but yeah, I don't they just it, stood up I don't think Vidal was um, was fully fit there was no. he? he came and, off and, and looked really angry about it as well so maybe I don't know I've not heard a report or anything but it, I, well, think I think that think injury is going to carry on for a bit I, th- I think he's been struggling with fitness but, but Medell um, obviously plays centre back for Chile and I know he's not had the greatest season for Cardiff but you wonder whether they missed him I mean, he was in midfield mm. it could go either way I mean he could have got himself sent off he could have had a shitty game but, it, but when he's on his, on his game Medell in midfield he's good he could have been ideal against Australia in the middle of the pitch because they were getting yeah. dominated. Yeah, Bresciano nearly equalised. Bravo, a good save. Lecky had a, a, an alright time for, for Australia. Only uh, two players have scored in more World Cups than Tim, Tim Cahill. Yeah. It's Pele. Uve Sealy. Uve Sealy, yeah. I mean, incredible. a lot of, a lot of players. players have scored in three World Cups. It's still, Tim Cahill plays for Australia, mate. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I'm not so saying that. Yeah. yeah. Not people who he did a classic Cahill, um, you know, because obviously he scored his header. Then after that, he had another header, oh, yeah, which was uh, and, and it was disallowed, yeah, right. And he was massively complaining. Yeah. You look at the replay, fouled the defender. <laughs> was like three yards offside. I <laughs> was like still moaning about it. That is textbook Cahill. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's getting himself fired up. Yeah. His pre-match interviews were so funny. Like it was as if the person asking the questions was sat like a hundred meters away. It's yeah. just like, yeah, we're I, we're just yeah, we're really looking forward to getting started. <laughs> it was exactly like that. Yeah. He's mighty furious. <laughs> it was very odd, wasn't it? <laughs> Bojazor with a great drive. Yeah. That was a drive. Mm. Yeah, that was a rifle. I think it was a I think it was a rifle drive. Yeah, you know, okay. Sometimes these things combine. Mm. Yeah. A driven rifle. <laughs> um uh, yeah, I, I that, was it, yeah. Was it Bojazor who had a good World Cup in two thousand and ten and that got him to move to the Premier League? And now he's obviously playing. I um, can't remember. I think it was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I you mentioned about Chile and their sort of lack of physicality. You would wonder then if they can get through the group, they would probably play Brazil. 
Um, and they would really struggle. It's, it's hard to, to say because these first games are difficult. Yeah. Yeah. I said this about Brazil. So much football to go in the group yet. With, with the Brazil Croatia thing, why you, am I jumping ahead? Exactly. With the Brazil Croatia thing, you want is it? It could it could be that Brazil were really nervous and now they've got it out of the system, or it could be that's how Brazil are going to play. If it's the latter, they're going to struggle. It's the same with Chile. Mm. Chile could think right, we've got a game under our belt. We didn't play very well. We got the win. And they, and they won't have it all. Spain won't have it all their own way against Chile. There's no 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 doubt. I just think I'm getting quite giddy and excited. Yeah, you are. You know, it's difficult to know what's going to happen with the because it's a one-off game, isn't it? Yeah, For- one-off performance. Forgive so my giddiness, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. You are forgiven. Thank you very <laughs> much, sir. Um, group C, uh, the Colombians impressed. They beat Greece three yeah. nil. I didn't see the Birdman. No, the I didn't Birdman. see him on the TV. But yes. someone sent us a picture of him. So right. apparently, he's he's around. Well, I can't wait for um, Ghana's game because I need to work know what's happened to the pot man. Yeah, well, absolutely. that is the pressing issue, isn't it? Um, but but going back to uh, that, that another sort of Birdman type guy. He looked a bit like um, someone was saying to me on Twitter. He looked a bit like Baron Samadhi from uh, Live and Let Die. Okay, right. All sorts going on there was makeup yeah. and big. Costumes. Yeah, the Colombian fans are so colourful. They're, yeah. they're absolutely amazing. Obviously, they they outnumbered the Greece fans by about two thousand to one. I, f- I felt like that, uh, there was a lot of fans booing England last night. Were there? I could hear a lot of boos when England had the ball last night. And I wonder if it was because it was the Roy. I wonder if it was because of the Roy Hodgson Manaus thing. Maybe. What one thing I've were I've they been, saying booans? Yeah, they might be saying Boogson. Boogsbooney. Yeah, one thing I'd forgotten about actually was that um, there are going to be a lot of locals at the game, so Diego Costa is going to get absolutely hounded every time he's on the ball. That's going to happen throughout the tournament, mm. and even into my mind that you might suffer that. He he has had a rough couple of days. I think it's fair Do to say. Do you reckon Del Bosque might sort of go back to sticking Fabregas as like a fire? Yeah, I think he should take maybe. Costa off, maybe. Yeah, or even even Villa, yeah. because Torres. You know, again, was poor when he came on. Yeah, no, I, I, I do think that. But sorry to go back in time, though, mate. Not, not, not to worry. Well, that's what the show's about this time. It's a review show. Uh, Armero scored. Uh, he squirmed one in mm, after about did. five minutes. Lovely celebration. Uh, it was brilliant, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Another really good one. Yeah. Loving that. We, we yeah, good stuff. Um, uh, and they did look good, Colombia, didn't they? They, um, they, they attacked well. They, they, they kept the ball at times. Gutierrez made it two 0 in the second half, and uh, James Rodriguez finished it off with, he a, was with a lovely one. We've heard a lot about him. I've yeah, not seen much of him. I um, thought Jackson but... Martinez was going to start, but they've gone for Gutierrez instead, kind of leading the line. And they, I mean, on that in that game, they didn't look like they missed Falcao too much. It was against Greece, Greece and, a, and a player like though. Falcao, you'll always miss. Don't, yeah. don't get me wrong. He was in the stands though, and he looked magnificent. Yeah, Greece were poor, but I, I think. Did um, you see Falcao in the stands? I didn't see that. No. Oh, he looked gorgeous. Mm, yeah. Chiselled. Yeah. Um, Gekas missed an absolute sitter. Oh, did. Didn't he? Yeah. Just it's one of the worst headers I've ever seen. Like four yards really, out. How did you miss have that? to score that at a World Cup. Yeah. Right. Yeah, they're not going to get a lot of chances, are they, Chris? No. Not, not the most Their goal scoring record in the World Cup. It, actually, their record overall in the World Cup is really poor. I know they won the Euros in 2004, but like the World That's Cup... That's still mental. Yeah. Ten years yeah, on, that amazing. is still crazy. But they... Um, <laughs> in the World Cups, they're terrible. I, I, I don't think they've... I mean, they've like, got one draw or one win in their last eight games or something. It's really bad. I was quite impressed with Cadrado, Colombia. He's yeah. a good player. He had a very yeah, good he's, very, very, he's one of the best players at turning defence into attack. He's so quick on the yeah. ball. He makes right decisions quite a lot as well, mm. which is obviously good to see. Well, yeah, I mean, with Colombia, the personnel they've got, the, the team spirit they have, they qualified very well, actually, because Chile um, only finished, I think, slightly above Uruguay. Colombia um, had, a, had a good qualification and uh, have impressed in friendly since, and they've got a great side. They've also got a great manager with Jose Peckerman, who was in yeah. charge of Argentina during the 2006 World Cup. Quarter final. Mm. Yes. Yeah, yeah, he was, um, he's, he's vastly experienced. There's a great moment in the Colombia-Greece game where... Gekas, who mm. is a warhorse, mm-hmm. 
faced up against Yepes, who's also a warlord. Yeah. 38 year old yeah, Yepes. Yeah. Mm. 38 year old. Creaky. He sees some Captain. battles. Yeah. He sees some battles. That pace has gone. <laughs> well, it probably never was there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think the whole back four of Colombia playing Serie A. I think I'm right in saying that. Um, but it, interesting with Peckham, he's the first foreign manager for Colombia since Carlos Bellardo, fellow Argentinian, yeah, right. in, in 1981. But he's, I think he's, his daughter was born in Colombia. He, he finished his playing career in Colombia. And he says, you know, I, f- I actually feel quite entwined with this country. Yeah. So uh, he's, he's really got in there. And I think, I think the fans like him. So I think, I mean, Colombia, they've got a winnable group. They sh- I mean, they should progress. You think they'll they've, top that. They've, they've got to be looking to progress and, uh, and you know, we'll see. But, uh, but also in, in, in Group C, Ivory Coast, they beat Japan 2-1. I was so pleased for Ivory Coast because, again, as previously said, they've had some absolutely awful groups before with Brazil it, and Portugal and Holland and Argentina. When they're at their peak, you think, with the players that they've yeah. got... They got just absolute bastards of draw. Yeah, yeah, like they really it, have. It was difficult for them. But this time, and, and also they lost the first two games. So by the third game, well, actually, no, not in uh, the last World Cup, but it was because obviously Brazil and Portugal played a nil-nil. Yeah. So, they, but they've always lost the, the sort of opening game and whatnot. They've won their opening game this time round. That they'll they'll feel so. I'm just going with a nice one. Oh, I have to say, my memory after that point is very sketchy. Mm. So we're talking 2.30 in the morning and I've been drinking yeah, since 6pm. Yeah, I haven't seen these ones. Mm. Yeah. Well, well, okay, yeah. Um, the guy Arsenal are trying to uh, sign, what's his name? Serge um, Aurier? Aurier. Uh, yeah. Serge, Serge Aurier is trying to get Arsenal to sign him. Let's, <laughs> let's be clear he's on that. Up yeah, he's, oh, that right? he's linking himself oh, a lot. Okay. Two assists. Um, yeah. Lovely crosses in. Boney scored uh, a great header. Bonnie, isn't it? Bonnie, sorry. Yeah, yeah. A Bonnie wee lassie. Um, yeah, like, he scored. It's Bono, it's not Bono. Yeah, okay. Um, again, the giddiness has not yeah, quite gone, yeah. sorry. You've got World Cup fever, mate. Oh, it's all right. You know what I could prescribe for that? But, yeah. Three more games later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's always on. England going home early. Yeah. That'll yeah. stop that. Um, yeah, he, lovely header. And then Jovino scored a header as yeah. well. The squirmed in under the under the keeper. Beautiful pile on. Those goals came very quickly. When they scored the... I it was, it was Costa Rica-esque. Yeah, I remember them scoring the second one. But then I didn't. I didn't know that they'd scored one before that. Right. So I was like, "How, how is it too much? How Why drunk you were you? Why are you going that yeah. mental? Yeah. 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 Oh, it was a good old pile. I did think about the pylon actually. Obviously, the goal scorer goes down, and 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 a few of the players, and then the subs go on top, and you think. You're risking a little bit of injury there. It's, it's yeah. got to stop. What what should happen is the subs should um, sacrifice themselves in the pylon, so they should get there early. The physios, yeah, yeah the exactly. physios first. Well, we've had the, too the many back, physios. The backroom staff, they don't need to go on at any get, point. Get you don't want back, injured subs. Get the backroom staff going in early, setting the foundation. Maybe a sort of eight to ten delegated fans. Well, if you've scored the goal, yeah, you actually, should. That'd be amazing, wouldn't it? Like that'd be like the most England thing ever. You and your mates could be part of the official <laughs> England bundle. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You sacrifice yourself. Sponsored have... by insert there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, that would be great, wouldn't it? Um, but if you score the goal, surely you've earned the right to be the last one on top of the bundle. But that's not how yeah. it works. No, of course it's not how it works. You can't get other people to bundle and you get on top of it. No, that's like a throne of people. It's In, not the same. Inverting the bundle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, and but Drogba came on, and when he came on, he made a difference. And that was really good to see. He came on in the second half and he was a bit older and whatnot. But it was, it was lovely to see Drogba coming on and having, um, having a real influence over that side, which he's led the line for, for so many years. So well done, Ivory Coast. Shame on J- for Japan. I mean, they, they got off to a good start with a great goal. And I do love their kit. Mm. I'd fancy laughing at you. <laughs> Just you, the way, the way you stopped, the, the, the almost little partridge style pause. I do love their kit. Yeah, yeah. do you like with the little pink trim? Yeah, I like the kit. I'm still Marcus, talking yeah. about the kit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
I'll um, give you a little picture of later yeah. on. <laughs> <laughs> that almost sounds like it's going to be a circumcision. Yeah. Horrible. Yeah. We've got loads more games today. I know, t- and, t- and, today and, alone. And tomorrow and all the other days for the rest it's of like, our lives. It's like when, when people had told us off for, for recording before Spain Netherlands, like, at first glance seemed fair enough. Mm. It's like... You do realise there's like loads of games. <laughs> yeah. Whatever happens, there's going to be games after this <laughs> yeah. g- recording. This is Which how it's been reporting podcast twenty four seven. Switzerland versus Ecuador and France versus Honduras. Apparently, there was a drone hovering above France's trading yeah, session. Amazing, which, which FIFA are looking into. Sami Nasri in it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. controlling it. It's got, yeah. a, it's got a homemade explosive device yeah. attached to it. What on earth is going on there? Um, and of course, Argentina v Bosnia. Very looking, very much looking forward to that one. Yeah, Bosnia's first World Cup. You know, it'll be mm. so interesting to see. What, what and also, I mean, the Lionel Messi that we have at this World Cup is different mm. from the one we had at the last one. Four years older. Right, yeah. He scored a, like I think nine billion goals since yeah, the last yes. uh, World Cup. You, Paul Merson said he's done nothing. You see that? What? what? Paul Merson said. Um, <laughs> I have what? to credit. Hey, where did I see? I think I saw this in media. He one. didn't. I say thought it was three six five. He did. He said that Lionel Messi has been, in his words, like rotten for the last six months of the season. He scored forty one goals yeah. in forty six games. Know, this yeah, season. exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's crazy. Rotten. rotten. But yeah, it will be great to see. I think. Um, I think Bosnia have got a goal in them as well. So I, won't, yeah. I, I famously, mm. as part of the betfair.com forward slash football ramble tip in the first day of the tournament, tipped Brazil and Croatia both teams to score. Um, I fancy both teams to score, and I just need Bosnia as well tonight. I love mm. that. I love that. Well, Jekko could certainly get some joy from Demichelis. Oh, yeah. And they've seen him up front. I think Jekko... close. And my, my, mate, uh, oh, yeah, my mate I work with says that like Jekko's got the biggest discrepancy between his best performance and his worst performance. Mm. Like, mm. He's never played... He never really plays average. And at his best, he is almost unrecognisable from at his worst when he just looks like he doesn't know what is happening. You know? do, do you know what? That, that country, Bosnia-Herzegovina, how they've come from... Was it 19 years ago? Something like that when... The, the country's kind of first formed or, the, or they've played their first mm. international game and you know where they had to, to go out and, and buy their own kits from the shop do you know what I mean or something like that it was it was really it was not far off jumpers for goalposts and all this kind of, yeah. of course it would be you know well, no, the, 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 the amount of players coming out of the former Yugoslavia is amazing if you mm. think of the players of Kosovan descent mm. that um, you've got obviously Yanazai uh, Shakiri. Mm-hmm. Um, well yeah in, Granit, in Switzerland Granit, Granit Xhaka, yeah yeah because yeah. well, they've obviously um emigrated out to all different parts of, yeah, of Europe yeah, they've yeah. had to you know seek asylum and gone elsewhere and now they're representing other countries I mean it was but a lot of them of course have in the sense I mean of course it was you know it was tragic and horrendous what, what went on there but without getting into that for obvious reasons because I'm not nearly qualified to talk about it um, it is great to see now that those countries are, are, are have re-emerged on the football stage in pure footballing terms It'd be a great time celebration for seeing guys, Bosnia yeah. and Herzegovina at the World Cup absolutely yeah. marvellous and, and, and a part of me thinks oh, it's a bit of a shame that they've got Argentina first up because that's a very difficult but then another part of me thinks great that they've got Argentina yeah, this look is at great. that this is what they're going to want well, surely uh, that's uh, why Azim, they're there Azimir Begovic tweeted didn't he on the draw he was like first game Argentina are they playing at the Maracanã yeah I think they might be yeah, he yeah. was like at the Maracanã come on yeah yeah <laughs> I was like, you're damn right, big lad. Yeah, yeah. That's what we like. That's what we like. Um, uh, should we have some correspondence? Yes, we shall. Um, I've stuck to the traditional theme. Yes. And you guys should comment on this. Let me just move my computer around. So you guys just chip in as and when you want to, of course. Um, I just said, what's been your favourite World Cup moment so far? Um, I originally said this question, this week's question of the week is sponsored by Gary Lewin, but I feel bad now. I, 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 didn't, cause I, knew, I, knew, I just thought that everyone's going to say Gary Lewin, but I didn't realise he'd actually broken his ankle. So... Um, there you go. Was it definite break? It might have been a dislocation, but it's you know it's bad enough that he's gone home. Yeah, whatever right. it is. Yeah, I didn't know that because I've been <laughs> drunk. Um, 
What's been your favourite moment of the World Cup and why? Um, Ollie Davis on Twitter has got in touch to say every substitution and added time, those electronic boards are magnificent. They are gigantic. They're big Hublot uh, watch ones, aren't they? Yeah, oh, right. They're quite nice. Um, Sam Tennant says, oh, this is childish, but you, you can have it in there because um, I just copied and pasted it without thinking about it. Um, <laughs> Phil Neville stating in commentary that Chiellini likes to fill men up against him. Yeah, yeah, come on. Yeah. That's the sort of stuff we normally avoid on this show, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, I'm, I'll make a note of that. True. Uh, this is good. Got to chuck this in something for the kids, though. This is good. When Andy Townsend described a red card as the big card. <laughs> 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 and that's from Leo Pinnock, uh, which is great. Um, Jim, Barca Jim, uh, Twitter, oh, yeah. ever present Barca Jim says, um, that shit high five between RVP and Louis Van Hal oh, was yeah. really poor. I did like how uh, Van Hal really wound up for it and then Van Persie. Yeah, they yeah. didn't look at each other's elbows, that which no. we all know is crucial yeah, to yeah, doing yeah, a good yeah. high five. He finishes off by saying, old people should not high five ever. <laughs> RVP's not that old. Well, Louis Van Hal, fair enough. <laughs> um, what have we got here? Uh, Holland lining up with the numbers 1 to 11 on their shirts. Nice. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Well des- hashtag well deserved well, victory. That's, that's why. That's you in row with that. It's nothing to do with the skills on the show. That's why they won. Um, oh, so the um, the fact about Robin doing the fastest ever sprint recorded by FIFA is, was from Will Herbert on Twitter. So there you go. You get your credit now, Will. He's probably gutted for the last 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah, get credit for that. Um, Alistair Mitchell, the Stockholm Syndrome moment when I went from despising Phil Neville to loving him and making his commentary my ringtone. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Joe Fennell finishes us off by saying... My highlight so far is Marcus calling for Gerard and Lampard in the middle. One holds, one goes. Hashtag Sven. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true, and you know it. Uh, and oh, actually, I've got one more here on the Facebook. Josh Higgins. The notable absence of the English br- England brass band. Oh, God, oh, yeah. Oh, England band. No, they're out there. Are they? What, they've sure. just not been allowed in. I didn't hear them. I've not heard them. Maybe even they were stunned by um, England's attacking. Maybe it's too just too hot, and they're just too <laughs> out of breath, too easy. They can't do it. <laughs> oh, we're coming. <laughs> we're going to Brazil, but we're not fucking going to Manaus. No, God. <laughs> No, I'm not lugging my big drum yeah. that everyone hates. Yeah. <laughs> everyone hates us anyway. Let's not go to my house. There we are. Right, that's it, ladies and gentlemen. Um, uh, Marvel stuff. We'll be back on uh, Tuesday. Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah. Um, we'll be back next week. Yeah, Pete's back there as well. Week, this week, mm-hmm. it is uh, Sunday. Um, excellent stuff. Um, uh, if you want to get in touch, the uh, email address is show at thefootballramble.com. The Twitter is at footballramble, and the website is thefootballramble. Com. Yeah, I mentioned it briefly earlier, the betfair.com forward slash football ramble uh, landing page where you can go and sign up, get a lot of good things going on, a lot of World Cup themed bets and offers and stuff like that. It is worth, it is worth like, taking a look at if you want to have a bet throughout the tournament. So yeah, that's betfair.com forward slash football ramble. Excellent stuff. Say goodbye, Jim. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Luke. Goodbye. And it's goodbye from me. <laughs> Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 